0: Previously on Media MD,
1: I am bringing you the cult comedy *Wet Hot American Summer*. There's a lot of actors and actresses that you're going to recognise from a variety of backgrounds and like, and it's all a bunch of 30-year-olds playing 16-year-old uh, kids at summer camp.
0: <laughs> there was first a movie, then a prequel yep. show, and now a 10 years later show. Yeah, when you talk
1: about the original, lots of people love to talk about the production, and it's such a hilarious story. It's really what got me interested in watching it? One person who's in it, who's currently an Avenger in Marvel's movie series, who is actually convinced he wasn't paid for *Wet Hot American Summer*. Wait, 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 they, wait.
0: Is it Jeremy Renner? Chris no, Evans? No, it's
1: not. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you. But you don't tell me. Um, okay.
0: Yeah, oh, is one it was one of the, the pay- shitty ones, like uh, Falcon or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the ones yeah. no one cares that much about. Not one of the big, no. He's
1: He's had his own movie.
0: Um. Hello and welcome to Media MD, the podcast where each week we talk about a piece of media that we have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And this week we are following up on our wet hot American summer prescription from two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I'm. This is the the most nervous I've been in a while after bringing you something, just because <laughs> I don't know which way you're gonna go. I feel like most things, I have a pretty good idea of whether or not you're gonna like it, like within a certain, like within a within a point or two of our
0: ten point scale. But honestly, mm-hmm. have no idea where we're gonna go with this one. So here's what I would like to ask you, Elliot, before we start. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, actually, no, 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 no. Let's do this. How would you rank the three Wet Hot American Summer pieces of media? Sure. How would you rank those? So it has been a while
1: since I watched First Day at Camp. And mm. I mean the thing about the thing about uh things like Wet Hot American Summer or Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or Matthew Riley, things that have nonsensical plots is you don't tend to remember them very well. Mm. Um but I think I'd go in ascending order. I like could say the movie's probably the worst, then First Date Camp, and I think I enjoyed Ten Years Later the most um, when I watched it recently. But that could hmm. be that could be recency bias.
0: See, I'm gonna we'll get into spoilers and shit since this is the the diagnosis of our wet hot American summer. But my thesis on this can be summed up as I really really liked the movie. And I hated first day of camp <laughs> so much. Oh, really? Um, it was really hard for me to get through. I, f- I think I got through five and a half episodes or something, and then I was just like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I didn't. I will admit that I didn't watch um, Ten Years Later or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. I, yeah.
1: Okay, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So that's why your response to that was so surprising to me because I thought the movie was far and away the best. Of the three or of the two that I saw um, let's talk about let's talk about the movie first. Uh, I'll talk about why I liked it, and then we can talk about the first day of camp. yeah.
1: yeah, sounds good.
0: so, so <laughs> i I think it took me about ten minutes to get into the movie, like it starts off and it's very even though I knew it was happening, I was still confused, like <laughs> I knew that the adults were playing teenagers, and I was still very confused as to what was going on. It was still very hard to, like, follow. Um, um, And it took me about ten minutes to get into the movie, and the point where I really started getting into it was there's a joke where the camp director, played by uh, Janine Garofalo, I think, um, she, like, accidentally breaks, like, a trowel or something, and it goes flying off, and it shatters a pot, and they play this pot-breaking sound effect, right? Yeah. And then Niles from Frasier, who's also in the movie, he like you know like 10 or 15 seconds later he also accidentally breaks something and it plays the exact same sound effect and i was mm-hmm. like oh that's a pretty good joke and then the, that scene kind of ends and they move on to the next scene which has a, a guy drinking and then he smashes his bottle on the ground and it plays this exact <laughs> same like ceramic pot breaking sound effect and yeah. that sound, and that was the point where i was like oh i see what's happening in this movie i'm starting to enjoy it right um, yeah. and that sound effect comes back throughout the movie and it's great every time it's a lot um and because it pops up in,
1: in the show as well, I Does remember. It? I I don't yeah. remember. Maybe it's later
0: than where I saw or something.
1: Okay. Because I remember in in the 10 years later one, I think the first time it shows up is about six or seven episodes in and I'd completely forgotten about it by that point. And that was, like, <laughs> so perfect to just throw it in about three hours in. And I was like, oh, yeah.
0: I remember yeah. that joke. I, I think one of the strengths of... of- wet hot american summer is it has those kinds of jokes it has jokes that are just like clearly intentionally bad movie making there's another one where it's like this i think this is my personal favorite because it's so it's like there's no attention drawn to it at all in the movie and it's never mentioned or anything it's just a completely stupid joke they they all come back from going into town and um they're arguably the main main character who is a Fuck, what's his name? He's like Coop? Um, Coop, Coop, yeah. Wet Hot American Summer has like four or five different plot lines that all kind of weave in and out of each other um, or don't weave with each other a lot. But <laughs> one of the main ones is this guy, Coop, who is kind of a loser, has a crush on this girl, Katie, who he's known for a long time and he wants to get with her and whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and so they come back from town and Coop's like, to Kate. Coop and Katie have had fun, like, hanging out in town together. So they kind of talk for a bit and he's like, all right, I'll see you later, right? And she's like, yeah, I'll see you later. And so he's, like, happy. And so the other guys call him and they're like, hey, Coop, come on, we're going to be late for whatever. And, and then the other guys and Coop just kind of walk off and they just stand in front of a wall. And that's just oh, yeah. how the scene ends. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like this complete nonsense that's not, like, no attention is drawn to it. It's just like... Oh, let's, instead of having them walk off, let's just have them walk and stand over there. <laughs> and it's like, I loved it. And that's the kind of thing I really liked in, in Wet Hot American Summer. And I think there were two joke, t- two types of jokes in this movie. Let me give an example. There were jokes that were just kind of like obviously random stuff, right? So there was like the bad production jokes that were more subtle. And then there was like the obviously random jokes. And one of the ones that I thought was like that worked in the movie was um, there's a chase scene, right, between... One of the guys on a motorcycle and a guy running, and it's yeah. it's like this that scene in in Monty Python and the Holy Grail where the guys are running up to the castle and it keeps cutting back and forward and they don't they're not getting any closer.
1: Yeah, it's very much like that scene. Yeah,
0: exactly. So there's a chase scene with the guy on a motorcycle and the whole joke is like, oh, he can't catch him on a motorcycle. And then they come up to this like tiny little hay bale and the guy the guy on foot like r- jumps over it or runs around it or something and the guy on the motorcycle is acting like he can't get past this tiny hay bale in the middle of the road. And it's good, it's pretty good, but that's like. It's like very obvious. It's not a subtle joke, right? Yeah. And I think that's the stuff that I liked the least in Wet Hot American Summer. And I think that's the stuff that they did a lot more of in First Day of Camp, which is one of the reasons I didn't like it as much. Okay. Yeah, I I, I wanna talk a bit more about the movie before we jump into um the TV show and why I didn't like it, but. Uh just quickly, we should just get out of the way that Paul Rudd isn't an Avenger. Um <laughs> yeah. he plays that man. <laughs> I, I knew
1: this was coming. Yeah. He is okay. It, agree to disagree on, on that and the quality of first day of camp, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, we have got a couple of things to disagree with in here. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. I liked the movie. I like it's obviously a movie making fun of these kind of like eighties camp movies. Yeah. So there's this there's this scene where um one of the camp counselors is talking to like the the baseball team, and he's talking about like how oh we were the underdog team, and we're just a ragtag team of people who don't even play baseball, but we somehow managed to pull together and narrow in the finals, and you know we can do it. And then one of the kids is like oh it seems a bit derivative, don't you think? And he's like yeah I guess it's been done before. And then the other team shows up to play and he just goes over to the bus and tells them to like go home because they've done this bit too many times before it's not original. And so the other campers just drive off and he's like, yeah, they were cool with it. They agreed it was a bit derivative, so let's just not do it. And then they just cut to the next scene.
1: And that's because that's the first and only time the the
0: baseball's mentioned. Yeah, exactly. The baseball team isn't mentioned at all before or after that. It's a lot of like a bunch of skits just making fun of these kind of coming of age camp movies, you know? Yeah. And I liked it. I really liked it. And I felt like first day of camp didn't have actual satire. It was just a lot of the weirdness kind of jokes that w- that didn't work. It just didn't feel as funny to me.
1: I can see. I can see what you're saying. Like, I definitely agree with you on that satire end of things. Like the mm. the original movie was definitely satirizing that whole sort of genre, whereas mm. they definitely weren't doing that in first day of camp. First day of camp was definitely more celebrating. The original movie,
0: yeah, it it felt like a fan service TV show. Like, um, okay, here's my here's something that I I didn't actually dislike that much, but I feel like is representative of the problem with first day of camp. Um, so one of the characters in the original movie, the chef, the camp chef or whatever, Gene. is like crazy, Jean. Yeah, is that his name, Jean? Yeah, I'm confused because for the first few episodes, he's called by a different name, and that's kind of explained, but I still couldn't really. I, I keep thinking of him in my head as jason or something is that his name in first day of camp at the start no
1: it's not it, he he's his name is gene but he's being called like john or something it's something stupid like i can't remember yeah. It, but
0: yeah sums <laughs> up first day of camp to me <laughs> um no so in the movie he's crazy and there's just this random scene where like a can talks to him in h john benjamin's voice which is great yeah and so in the movie it's just like this kind of throwaway joke it's not that much of a throwaway joke but it's it's like a a stupid thing that doesn't need any explanation because it's just a stupid thing because his character's crazy and the movie's a bit stupid and it's fine right yeah um and then in first day of camp you you get the origin story of why this can is talking with hedge john benjamin's voice which is that H. John Benjamin used to be the camp director. And then he fell into a vat of radioactive waste with a can of vegetables. And then now he's a sentient can of vegetables. And, I, <laughs> and it's, that was fine. Like that, that wasn't something that I disliked, but it felt like, um, a lot of the stuff in first day of camp was just them explaining every single thing that happened in like explaining all the weirdness from the, fir- from the actual movie. Which, which is like the whole point of the movie is that it's weirdness that doesn't need an explanation. And in first day of camp, they kind of tell the backstory of like, of every single little thing, which, which it it kind of drove me a bit crazy. Um, I mean, I see what you're saying, but
1: I'd argue that these backstories make just as little, if not less sense than no
0: explanation, I guess. Yeah, I think the problem I have with it, though, is in the movie, it's not meant to be internally consistent with the logic of the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. in the movie, the the fact that there's a talking can is something that only exists in that one specific situation. And like, it's not like there's talking, you know, kitchenware in other parts of the movie. It's just that one subplot has that thing in it for some reason, right? Yeah. But in, in the first day of camp, everything has, like, it feels like it more logical, which takes away from the actual point of it to a large extent. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. And you know what else? The other thing that really drove me crazy was just they just did the same jokes all again and again. Like from the (laughs) movie, they just did the same jokes. And maybe it was because I had watched the movie and then I went straight into the show. Like they do, that chase scene I mentioned, they do the exact same thing again in like episode five or something of the show where it's like, Uh, Yeah, I don't know Um, And it's the same joke
1: With Gene and um, I forgot the name of the the guy with the perm
0: Yeah, I think his name's Vincent, right?
1: Yeah, that's it I think it's Vincent
0: And, yeah Uh, I don't know They don't do it the exact same They do kind of variations on the original joke And and they tweak it a little bit So it's not like they're just copying the same joke But it it just feels like they It feels like they If they had done this as a movie I think I would have been fine with it but since they did it as a as a TV show, I just think it it didn't have enough to stretch out into the ten episodes or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'll definitely agree that in both shows there were segments that felt kind of dragged out because it almost felt like they were trying to fill out the the four hours. Yeah. But then, I mean, there were you know there were other bits that were totally sort of worth the extended length. I would argue anyway.
0: Yeah, the the original movie and first day of camp were both hit like hit or miss because they essentially were just sketches, right? Yeah, there are sketches that land in the movie and sketches that don't land in the movie, and there are sketches that land in first day of camp and there are sketches that don't land in first day of camp. But because there's so much more time that they have to fill in first day of camp, I feel like there's a lot more misses in that that they just didn't they didn't have enough stuff to be able to cut all the misses and still have a TV show. Like okay, here, let me give you one more comparison, one final comparison. So in the original movie, the plot with um with Niles from Frasier is that he's like a, a associate professor of astrophysics, and he comes into the camp to teach about astrophysics, and then they they, <laughs> they figure out that a meteor or like a piece of a satellite is gonna crash into the camp, and they have to like d- divert it, and it's this like plot that you would see over, like, an hour and a half in, in like, an actual movie, summed up in, like, three scenes, essentially, so they, they're like, oh, we can't do it, we have yeah. to divert it, but we can't figure it out, oh, we figured out a machine that will divert it, oh, yeah, we've <laughs> diverted it, and it, that's kind of what the movie is like, it's like these tropes that you would see in a movie like this, but they just cut it down to the, like, three essential scenes in the trope, Yeah, and they chuck a lot of jokes in there, and it's great, but the, the the plot, I would say, which is the corresponding plot in First Day of Camp is... Uh, about this corporation dumping radioactive waste in the campgrounds. And it's like this kind of like equivalent, like, oh, this is going to threaten to destroy the camp plot, right? Yeah. But it gets so much time and there's so much stuff to it. Like the plot is a lot more complicated. It's, oh, this company is dumping toxic waste. Oh, it turns out that it's actually part of the government. Oh, we need to get this guy to hack into the government servers. Oh, now it turns out that the government has found out and they're sending like a John Hammers, a killing assassin to kill us and it's like this plot has a lot more stuff in it and it feels like it's just turning into the thing that it's trying to parody and not in a good way (laughs) i don't know um i
1: i disagree i'd say they intentionally go so over the top with all of it Mm. and it just constantly keeps escalating in such bizarre ways that that it still maintains um that sort of satirical yeah um hilarious element yeah i see that like when they get when they get michael michael serra as their as their lawyer yeah that was good as their as their like you know up and coming lawyer type guy who then destroys the government um oh
0: see i didn't i i got up to the scene i i watched the scene where they are first they first meet michael serra and they like inspire him to take the case but then i i don't think i watched that but you can spoil
1: it please well did you see when john ham um is
0: inside Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty good. Weird Al is always (laughs) a treat to see and stuff like this because he's just so much fun to watch on screen. Yeah. (sighs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. He does that hypnotism show or something. Yeah.
0: But when everything is so crazy in this TV show, nothing is as crazy.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean.
0: Okay, another scene from the first movie that I really liked there's this montage of them going into camp and they go and it starts with them just doing like innocent things right and then oh, they so like, you mean you mean going into town going into town sorry yeah yeah it starts with them doing innocent things and then they like buy a beer they buy a case of beer or something and you're like oh yeah it's like a bonding thing they've kind of done something a bit shady but as friends and they're bonding and then it just keeps going and then they start like mugging people and they start doing like hard drugs and like heroin and stuff and yeah. it's just this It's like the montage and then they just do a couple of extra fucked up things. And it's great because it's so unexpected. But the movie isn't all about that. The movie also has scenes of like... I think it took like 10 minutes for there to be an actual joke in the movie. Because it has this grounding in reality. And it has this... Even though the, the characters are obviously played by the wrong ages. It has a grounding in reality. And a lot of the plots are kind of realistic. Like the character Katie... In the original movie, it's just like a totally normal character who I don't think has any weird shit happen to her at all, essentially. No. Um, and I feel like the TV show
1: didn't have that. I think you might like the second show then, because I think it has a bit more of that.
0: Yeah, I, I think I might watch some of the second show to see. And and plus then if they recycle jokes from first day of camp, I, pro- I won't know that they're recycled, so I'll probably enjoy it more. <laughs> um <laughs> And there's also a, a documentary about the making of the movie, which I think is probably, probably yeah. Interesting well,
1: I actually I, I actually watched that because um, I hadn't seen that, and mm. um, then Netflix started advertising it to me after we recorded part one. Yeah, which is a bit spooky. Um, <laughs> They're onto you. <laughs> but uh, no, I watched that, and it was pretty good. It covered a, it covered a bunch of the sort of stuff that I talked about last week. Mm. Um, but gives you gives you even more insight. Um, one of the things I hadn't quite realised when reading about it is it actually rained twenty five of the twenty eight days that they were um, recording, what? and so that's why like whenever... like and so I didn't notice this when I was watching the movie. Um, when they're inside, it's always like sunny stuff out the windows, but that's all like faked. And then whenever they're outside, it you know it's all sort of cloudy and
0: i um, did not Resident notice walking. that oh I, I, yeah
1: I, I didn't notice that either so i'm really keen to sort of notice that on a rewatch yeah, but uh sure. yeah i definitely i'd recommend the documentary just for especially because you like the movie and it, it's entirely yeah. focusing on what made the movie happen but uh yeah and it goes into all that stuff about how they had to live together and yeah and
0: all that uh, yeah i think it's yeah it's interesting i i think it, it's an it would be an interesting story which means it probably will make for a good documentary
1: yeah. And like, I didn't realize Bradley Cooper skipped out on his graduation um from like film or acting school or something mm-hmm. um to film that gay sex scene he has.
0: Yeah. Which is great. Um, it's so great. There's so much like completely <laughs> like they they're completely satirizing the camp thing cuz the scene happens um there's like these two they see it's a scene that you see where they see like the girl counsels like bathing and playing in the water and bradley cooper just like kind of slips off and they're like oh we have to find bradley cooper a date like we got him he's he's probably so awkward because he's a virgin we've got to like help him get laid or whatever and it's like that can't plot but then as they're talking about that you just kind of the scene transitions and you just watch bradley cooper having a, a quite explicit pretty explicit gay sex scene with one of the other male characters yeah and then they get married. Well, and then they get married. Yeah, it's great. It's so, it's so nice. It's just such a nice movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I really like the movie. If I had to give the movie a score, I'd give it like an eight and a half or a nine out of ten, I think. Okay. But, well, let's just leave it there then. Yeah, but let's not talk about the score for the other parts. It, I, did, I just I couldn't. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Anyway, that's Wet Hot American Summer. If you, Yeah, I mean, you said it was going to be divisive, and I guess it was divisive. I was divided between which parts of it I liked and didn't like. I,
1: I mean, it's interesting, because the movie has such a low score on Rotten Tomatoes, but the TV show is so universally sort of liked, mm. relatively,
0: mm. so um, no.
1: it's not what I expected.
0: Well, I guess I'm just not... A, I'm, don't follow the trends, Elliot. I'm too much of a media rebel. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah so so let us know what you thought of wet hot american summer on the reddit um and I'll also be putting up the thread for what we are talking about next week which is going to be you're the one bringing it <laughs> oh yeah one punch man one punch man that's right i'm gonna be bringing you one punch man okay. which is uh yeah which i don't know i again i don't know how you'll feel about it but we'll see. Um, so yeah, if you if you wanna check out One Punch Man before we record the show so you know what we're talking about, or you know, watch it along with us. Um we're gonna be doing the the anime, the the TV show, not the manga books. Um but yeah, so we'll be talking about One Punch Man, so feel free to to comment on the Reddit, which is uh, Reddit.com forward slash R, forward slash media <sighs> I wanted to like this show more, Elliot. I just couldn't. I like the movie <laughs> so much. Anyway, I could, I could uh, wistfully complain about it all day. So I guess we'll just leave it there. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys in a week. So Sign off.